Hello, welcome to this very special reaction episode of Generation BTS the podcast, where we review BTS albums. But today we're not reviewing a BTS album, we are reviewing a J-Hope solo album. Whoop whoop. Whoop, whoop. That's just out. We've had it for about 10 days now. So yeah, thought we'd come together to record a sort of first thoughts on Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Yeah, it's not going to be like a standard lyrics review or anything that we sort of normally put out, just our very initial thoughts. And then we'll add it to our schedule to do a full deep dive Mm -hmm. in due course. So yeah, we've not read the lyrics. Not read the lyrics. No, no, it's going to be a much more surface episode than... (laughs) We've watched a lot of the content. We have, yeah. We've watched a lot of the content. We've watched all the content, I think, that J. Oaks put out, and there has been a lot. Before we get into that, let's introduce ourselves, shall we? Um, So I'm Christine. I'm recently 29. Whoop, whoop. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I've been Army for a year or so. Yeah, about a year. And with me, I've got... Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm 33 and I've been army for about seven months. Yeah, and on the phone all the way from Poland, we have... Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm 19 and I've been army for about six years. Perfect. Just to let you know, we are not experts on music, K-pop or BTS. We're just fans sharing our opinions on BTS. Please also be aware we do swear. All right. So we can go quickly over what we're going to cover. So like I said, we're going to start with what's been released in the lead up and what's been released since and then we're going to cover a couple of questions just to sort of go over our initial thoughts another little update thing that we should just mention at the top is that um, we decided to move our album reviews to a monthly schedule rather than a uh, bi-weekly schedule just because we want to have time to do some reaction content isn't yep. that right we enjoyed um, the proof reaction yeah well <laughs> Well, we didn't enjoy <laughs> we the proof reaction. The proof reaction was tough, but also <laughs> after the best dinner, we were seeking out a lot of reaction content, yeah. right? We and it was similar with Jack in the Box, right? Like with it being out, it's like, oh, have you listened to that? Also, we we had a lot. We had more listeners to the proof reaction, so I think that's a, a way to grow as well, which just sounds good. And it also just with the festa dinner, obviously they said that they're all going to put out solo albums, so there's going to be quite a lot of releases in the next few months mm-hmm. and we thought it'd be a good thing to be able to have some time in the schedule to put out that reaction content and yeah just as a as a little sort of peek behind the curtain the album reviews they take up a lot of time like we normally record for like a lot of hours and then cut it down to something under two hours but then yeah the researching it editing everything like that it just yeah it, it does take a long time so in order to have time to put out reaction episodes and do al- the album reviews justice justice yeah and like put in the amount of time that they deserve without it taking up and taking over our entire lives yeah we're still waiting for someone to pay us to do it full time yeah um, and we will happily quit our jobs yes um but at current we do have to maintain jobs exactly and friends and relationships lots of really annoying stuff that yeah gets in the way of bts time yeah if i could quit my job and be army full-time 100 i would have done it already <laughs> yeah yeah so any podcast um studios that are listening feel free to you know contact us on our socials our Instagram is at generationbts underscore and our Gmail is generationbts, all the albums at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to pay us to review BTS albums, send us your best offer. And also, 
anyone who has any thoughts on the podcast in general or if you're really annoyed at the change in schedule or whatever feedback is welcome so uh so please send it our way so yeah thank you yeah. for joining us natasha during your solo travels yeah natasha's on a uh on a euro trip and she's taking some time out to to talk about j-hope so i hope <laughs> he and we appreciate that <laughs> i hope he appreciates that yeah. Yeah. army of the year award coming to you natasha so yeah do you want to tell us quickly how your travels are going it's good but i've got windows up and someone's just stood and watching me <laughs> oh no Weird and creepy. Yeah. You went to a K-pop star in Berlin and to a K-pop night. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was very random. We were just walking along and we just like I heard the song and I was like, oh my god, it's Mama Moo. And then Steve was like, Oh my god, look at that sign. And it was just like K-pop night. And we did his restaurant thing and we were like, oh, I hope we can find it, I hope we can find it. Got in and I thought it was gonna be dead, but it was packed. It was great. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you've been uh, able to live your best K-pop life. Leanne and I had a BTS party last night. We did. We did. We had... For my aforementioned birthday. And we had ARMY weekend last we weekend. Did, yeah. where we had some other armies who Christine's friends with. And yeah. they came down and we sang lots of BTS in the garden. We played BTS Uno. Yeah, We yeah, had yeah. amazing Korean barbecue. Yeah. One of my, or our ARMY friends, uh, shout out to our friend Azelle. Azelle and I have the same birthday, so we had last weekend to sort of celebrate our birthdays with our army friends, and then this weekend we celebrated just with um, non-army friends, not non-army normal. friends. We still had a BTS party, but we called it Barbecue Tiara Sparkles themed. <laughs> and honestly, I thought everyone would be like, "That's a secret BTS party." We know Christine like, but no, lots of people turned up with tiaras and glitter. <laughs> yeah, um, we and stuffed the- a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> we plastered the boys' faces everywhere. Yeah, we had BTS, BTS balloons, balloons, BTS cake. banner, happy birthday banner, BTS cake. Yeah, I um, got everyone to pick their bias. Yeah, <laughs> everyone picked the engine. <laughs> Visuals for the win. And you got an amazing gift. I did. Yeah, I got the best gift ever from Leanne. I got the um, artist made collection necklace that Yungi did, and yeah. I've been wearing it ever since. And it's my favorite thing. She and loves it. Yeah, I love it a lot. So yeah, it's been a it's been a good birthday. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a good birthday. Yeah. Oh, and we saw Taylor Swift. We did. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone who listens to the VTS podcast care about that, but like maybe they do, maybe they're also Taylor Maybe Swift you were Swifties before you became army like Yeah, we like we were. We went to see Haim and they brought out an extra special guest and we were like, No, it's not. We know they're they're friends with her, but we were like, No, it's not. But then it was. And yeah, it was we the best died. day ever. We, um, I actually said to Christine when we were crying and screaming and shaking at 30 seconds of Taylor like I don't know how we get through a BTS concert I am so overwhelmed with emotion yeah I can't imagine what that's going to be like for three hours yeah and there's seven yeah I know like I can just look at one Taylor I I don't know how you cope I don't know how any armies cope to be honest yeah it's how'd you go Natasha I don't know you just just vibe just vibe. Nice. Okay. Solid advice. Thank you. We'll keep that in mind. I, yeah. don't, I don't have a single vibe in me. I'll be quiet. Yeah. At least we won't have to go and be quiet like those poor K armies. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the K army. <laughs> yeah. Sad, sad times for them. Yeah. We were worried about all the K armies going to a K jail for screaming at the concert. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know that anyone did end up in K jail. So yeah, well done, guys. Right. Should we talk about J <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing about that tweet that I sent you about the girl that was like 
just got out of prison <laughs> because I went up to request a BTS song from the DJ oh, yeah. and she started bad mouthing them. So I ended up getting in a scuffle with her. Had to do like a month inside. Worst thing was I missed so much content updates. <laughs> like, that would be hard. <laughs> Catching up would take ages. Stay out of jail, kids. Stay out of jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, J-Hope. Should we talk for J-Hope? J-Hope! J-Hope. Yeah, Jack in the Box. So do we want to talk a little bit about first thoughts? Yeah. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. I'm a fan. See, I'm on a real hobby wrecker journey at the minute. Yeah. Where I had the realisation that I think that Hobi is the MVP of BTS because he can do it all really well. He's a brilliant rapper, he's a brilliant dancer, he's a brilliant singer, he's a brilliant lyricist, he's a producer, like, he can... Yeah. And I would say that he's probably not as good a rapper as RM and Sugar, Mm. or at that same level, but obviously then if you put that against his vocals and his dancing, Mm. overall, he is better, he's like a complete all-rounder and it's just brought like, it became so clear when he did his V-Live that I was like, obviously Hobie was going to go first, like he's just ready, he doesn't have to learn anything (laughs) he can just do his own because he's got all of these skills and talents. Like Sugar was saying about his all his courses that he's taking now because he doesn't want to have a a two-hour solo tour where he just raps the entire time, so he's taking dancing lessons singing lessons, all that sort of stuff But yeah, Hobie's already there with all of that stuff. Just got it. And I think I was going to say this later on, but in terms of the sort of what he's put out, I think it's a very sort of thought through concept from all of the stuff that the content's been produced around it, the cover art, everything. Mm. Like you can see he's hand, had a hand in literally all of the parts. And I think that's completely yeah. as I expected from him. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, I don't, he's such a perfectionist. Mm. Like, I wouldn't ever have thought that he wouldn't do everything himself. And mm. then, yeah, that obviously reflects on what you said about him sort of having that ability to do everything. So, uh, so yeah. It's just mental. Mm. Yeah. Mental. He's so talented. Yeah. But there's no decision that he hasn't been yeah. involved in. And it would be so easy to outsource the album art or outsource well, he did. He, the he MV did work with concept. Cards, no, but, but like you could, you could just ask. Discussed it with. Them. And it was and his like, idea, and, right? Yeah, it, was it was his, his idea. idea. We could have just said to you a normal... come up with something. Yeah, and, like show me present me options. four options yeah, and I'll yeah, pick yeah. one. But no, he was like, this is what I want. I want to work with this designer. We've worked on these concepts. Yeah. The same with the MVs. Like, you didn't have to get as involved in yeah. the clothing and the production and the setup. Yeah, yeah he just... had, a, had a very strong idea for the MVs. We'll talk about the MVs more. But yeah, when you see the like, behind the scenes for the MVs, like how much she's like, oh, I have this idea. Obviously, they've got mm. a director and he said about like getting a storyboard so someone came to him and said right this is what we're thinking for the mv but Mm. when he's on the set you can see him doing like well i think actually i shouldn't sing the lyrics in this Mm. scene and like i think this and this and this so yeah he he clearly has a uh a hand in everything and he said that in this interview that we watched today as well Mm. didn't he that he felt like it was important for him to be very involved and make a lot of the decisions himself because it's his first solo album Mm -hmm. obviously we already have hope world but yeah natasha natasha do you like it I like the concept behind it of the album. Nice. And the songs? Yeah. <laughs> Some of them? Yeah, I can't get away too much, can I? No. 
<laughs> we'll get to which ones are which one's your favorite at least we'll get to that in, you better uh, have a favorite yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I kind of suspected it might not be your mm. ideal style based yeah. on what we've done so far and sort of what you've said about rap line solos and yeah but it's so much more than a rap line solo yeah uh, it's not just a rap they, they just... I think there's a lot of breadth on the album probably more than I was expecting because obviously yes. he went he went in on this like I'm gonna show this like darker side Dark. of myself and then we got more which is like grunge yeah very Dark. so I was expecting that throughout and I listened to the album and I was like oh actually there's quite a lot of different stuff on there I was expecting the whole thing to be more basically yeah. and actually with Asin as well right so they sounded very similar, similar yeah in style but actually then the album's full of all of these gems and we'll talk about that if we the lead tracks are meant to be the right lead tracks yeah yeah, should we uh, jump in? Yes. Nice. So the first thing content-wise that I've put in um, that's, that was released was a Rebirth magazine interview that was from the 13th of June. So they all did just between between Proof and Festa, they did all did interviews with WeWorks magazine. I've mm-hmm. not read all of them yet, but I have read Hobie's. Okay. And he basically just said, oh, well, in the future, I want to put something out that's going to show a different side of me, a different darker side. And he sort of talked a little bit about why he thought that was necessary. He talked about his role within BTS, what he'd contributed to Proof and sort of to their previous work in terms of like writing and producing, but also in terms of being like the dance leader and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he talks about like what he's put out through those like BTS stuff and his aesthetic on Instagram and he talked about up till now he'd been quite limited in what he'd been able to mm-hmm. show to the fans yeah the stories that he'd told had been sort of limited to, to that one side of him and then he needed a darker style of music to say that what he now wanted to say basically mm-hmm. um, so he wanted to show his real self and the emotional shadow and that his hidden sides casts which i think like amazing links to the persona album, it does you yeah. know <laughs> and the love and the love yourself her review when i said i wanted to see i wanted hobie to live in a world where he could be sad and let us love him yeah he has i'm sure he listened he must have done yeah must have listened being like that one army out there she wants to see more sides of me yeah <laughs> she doesn't want me to always be happy, happy and bubbly sunshine, yeah. if i'm not if i'm, I'm not. give her something angry yeah <laughs> i liked it for sure yeah was that around the time that we because it was before the festa dinner that we knew about lola i don't know if it was in that interview but no it wasn't it was earlier than that right? yeah yeah we knew about lola palooza already and he'll be doing his own and he'll be doing that on his own and he sort of put out that i think it was on instagram he was like oh i'm so excited and because lola palooza i think communicated it on their socials didn't they yeah so yeah, um, next thing we have is obviously the fest dinner, which I don't really want to talk about in huge detail. But um, yeah, thank you. But it they did obviously in that dinner talk about right, we're gonna all re- release albums, and Hobie's gonna have the first one. Mm-hmm. That's what we got out of that in terms of Hobie content. Yeah, we did, and hope yeah, and we could see that Hobie was Hobie was one of the first. To yeah, cry. Oh, he, yeah, but he had given well. lots of assurance that you know he was still gonna be producing content mm-hmm. and he backed the them taking some time and taking yeah. a bit of a break for sure um, I think this actually is the first time we've addressed the festival dinner on the podcast because 
you also won't have heard our episode that we recorded after the festive dinner. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there, will okay. be a, uh, there will be a our thoughts on the festive dinner as a part of housekeeping at some point. But uh, right now we just don't want to get into it. <laughs> we're, um, we're over it. <laughs> yeah, we're over the. I mean, obviously it was a sad and confusing time at first, but then now we've just been bombarded with content all now. Yeah, I keep seeing the meme of jk you know doing the wink the wink the mnet last music show and they did yet to come and it says we're on a break and he's doing that really exaggerated wink. yeah <laughs> and i keep seeing that and being like yes i'm aware yeah you're not on break yeah. you're taking up all of my time in life it's still great yeah thank you yeah so then we get on the 25th of june so about 11 days after festa dinner we get the album announcement they put out a um little sort of graphics video with the sort of checkerboard oh, yeah, the black and white. Jack in the Box. Uh, well, actually, it was like Jay, tur- turquoise yeah. and pink, yeah. Um, and then it moved to black and white. So, yeah, we um, we heard them. Jack in the Box is coming. Mm. Um, yeah. First I, look at the concept, though, we were a bit like, oh, interesting. It's mm. all a bit black and white and yeah. not as colourful as Yeah, it wasn't Hope the world. Hope World Rainbow Flower and Sunshine Joy. graphics yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even the chicken noodle soup with the like noodle neon, hair yeah. neon that was everywhere it was a little bit different but yeah we knew jack in the box was black white plus the turquoise pink and, mm. and that, that's what we knew so then we get concept photos 28th of june three days later there's that one of him in the there's like a shadow and he's, he's in a hallway he's, he's got um, his amazing hat on the one that yeah. he talks about the whole time <laughs> Like yeah. every time anyone asks about the album, he's like, I've got this hat. Yeah. It's a really cool hat. And then there were some other concept photos of him just from the the more music video. He was in the, in the thing, jumpsuit. In the jumpsuit, yeah, and that's what it's called. And yeah, just looking, looking angry. Yeah, yeah, looking angry. <laughs> yeah. Looking but angry. <laughs> yeah, great but angry. I really like that he's wearing the nail polish. I think that really mm. goes. That's in the side, but yeah, I really love the nail polish. Like, it's fun. So then we, uh, yeah, we see the Jack in the Box hat the, for the first time, the knitted one, not the mechanical one. Yeah, the knitted one. Yeah. On the 28th of June, we also get the more teasers. That's the same day as the concept photos. Mm. It just has the little, like, beats from more, doesn't it? And then there's the image of the key. You get the back of that vocal, right? Yeah. Where you're like, oh. That's mm. not very happy. No. <laughs> yeah. So now we know it's darker. It's black and white, kind of. And it's like... Angry. Angry. Yeah. And then 1st of July, the more MV drops and more oh. is available on Spotify. And we're dead. Yeah. Dead. Dead. <laughs> dead, dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what did we do first, guys? Did we listen to the song or watch the MV? We watched the MV. Yeah. Didn't we? I did. Yeah. yeah. I watched it at like 7 a.m. As soon as I woke up. Yeah. yeah. Getting ready to for work, I remember having that on while my I was curling my hair. So, what did you do? Uh, did you watch the MV? Did you listen to the song? I watched the MV. Nice. The video were different. The song won me, but I feel like there's a lot of BTS songs that are now my personal favorite. That first listen, I was like, "This is rubbish," and then I listened to it again, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love it." That's how you're going to feel about more, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I liked it. And think a lot of people have said that it's like a Fight Club concept. Yeah. I've not seen Fight Club, have you? Yes. Yeah. I have. The scenes are the same, like when he's walking down the hall and when he's 
fighting with himself. It's good. It's a good concept. Yeah. And then there's all the different rooms, and then at the end, they're all in the box. Yeah. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. And he just looks so swaggy. He does. Like, yeah. he's just so comfortable on his own. Yeah. And yeah. then the whole, like, rock vibe, and then... Oh, when, when he's with the band. When he breaks out with the band, yeah. and they're just, like, jamming out. He could yeah. he confront a band. He could. He confront that band all day, every day. Yeah. Like, he is lost. Yeah. Like, he looks just incredible yeah he does he was um he was in the like jumpsuits still that we saw in the in the images and um he's got this like dark makeup on oh and he's got that piercing thing oh yeah what on the top it? of his nose yeah on top, i think it has a name but i yeah. can't remember what it is now but yeah i thought that was a bit scary i'm not mm. gonna lie I the whole like, thing was quite scary a lot of people were like oh he looks so hot with the piercing i was like no i don't need the piercing <laughs> but, too far yeah but yeah, if he wants to have the piercing, then obviously he can. And not all, well, it's obviously rappy. Yeah. But you have the chorus vocal, right? The, mm. uh, one more, which yeah. is also really great, uh, mm. but not like a full vocal. It's like a distorted Yeah, it's kind of like faded, yeah. I wasn't like, like Natasha, when I first heard the song, I was a bit like, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But like, I think by the third, fourth play, like that day, I was like, oh, no, actually, I do mm. like it. It's quite cool. And the way that he says, like, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I, saw Thursday. A, I saw a smash cut today of the I'm Thirsty from the music video, V him in the live, where he's like, you're thirsty. Do you want some iced coffee? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts like, the coffee to the camera of the V live. Oh, he's just so cute. Yeah, he's very sweet. It was, it was complete hobby-drawing. It was really great. Yeah. We also had the... Um... The Secret V. Yeah, yeah, MV. V's in it. V's in it, yeah. I saw that. Um, there were a lot of upset armies online. I don't think I've caught it the first time I watched the MV. But when yeah, when people started sharing the sharing the still and was like, is this Tay? I was like, yeah, that's Tay, 100%. Yeah. You can see it from the way he stands and what he wears and everything. And obviously, we got the behind the scenes, the shooting sketch on the sixth mm-hmm. of July. So, uh, and that's when we know that it was it was the uh, we saw him visit on the on the set, which is very cute. He was so happy. He was so happy. Oh, we were so happy to see him. We were so happy to be there. Yeah. And like the absolute angel highlight was when he introduced V to the band. Yeah. He was like, "This is my bandmate, V," and I was like, "They obviously know who he is. Yeah. He's like one of the most." famous man yeah. in the world in the after world. you and they know you yeah. so they know that you know him yeah like, we did the like hello bow like yeah, hi i'm me and i'm yeah. like they obviously know who you are this is just adorable yeah that was sweet yeah. and he brought and him the cookies the waffles. yeah the waffles waffles these cookies and cream waffles and then hope would kept being like oh Terry, you're the best i love you so much Terry. So <laughs> and then when he held his hand when they like oh. yeah when they like when he first comes in, he's like, "Oh, how did you get here?" And like gives him a hug. And then when they sort of separate after the hug, he's still holding Tay's hand. So cute, <laughs> sweetest thing in the whole world. I said to Leanna already off mic, but uh, it was nice to see. You know, obviously, I think he's all about the darker side for this album. But in the behind the scenes sketch, he's still very much happy about Blue Hobie. Yeah, he's yeah. he's still he's still holding he's not, that. Yeah, 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 even though he's showing that. He's showing a different side through his art, but he's not like. But he's not tortured. He's not angry. No. He's no. <laughs> but he was definitely in, in the MVU. He was definitely in. They've got Hobie teacher mode. 
when like he reviews the choreo yeah and they're all like oh shit like Kobe's watching now so yeah, we need yeah, to yeah. make sure it's all great but you saw him in the behind the scenes of the sketch like coming back and reviewing every clip and changing yeah, his yeah, body yeah. movements and putting different ideas forward and mm. being like oh this looks cool oh that doesn't look cool oh can we do and he always does the thing that he does with the choreo right which is like oh just one more time just yeah, one more time just one more just time, one more time. Yeah, let's do another take. so he must have been there for hours days. I think he took two days two days yeah it was great I yeah. really liked it I liked more both the MV and the song good job Hobie great job yeah do you want to say anything else about more I like the the color palette of the music video yeah dark vibe mm-hmm. yeah no me too the color palette was good very dark um he talked about like having fun with this in the behind the scenes as well but when he does the like skull thing mm. and they put all those little dots on his face and he was so excited about that it came <laughs> it out really cool. really cool isn't it yeah and then the x-ray shots are just so like shocking yeah he's in the same nurse's office with a bed and screen in both outro ego music video and more oh, oh wow look at you dropping the facts and yeah. as well there's loads and loads of like just the lights that they use, it's the, all the BTS logo. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yeah, that online. Seen that, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually haven't seen the Ashori Go music video. No, me either. No, no, I haven't watched any of those. I'm, like, trying to keep... Trying to keep some stuff trying back. Trying to keep some stuff, like, back and also, yeah, come to it when we do it. Need to pierce now. Exactly. You know, oh, they're on break. They're on Wink. break. Wink. It's actually been so busy that I only just found time today to watch the grammy behind the scenes um, yes yeah i yeah. was raging when i missed um our um go live because oh, of yeah. the new weverse update yeah so they're not on v live anymore they moved to weverse and i'd not set up the notification and then you were like aram's live and i was like what when like 20 minutes ago i'm like oh, i wasn't even doing I anything texted, i texted straight away i texted straight away i could have been there yeah. we were hanging out with aram yeah the thing that I did want to say about more actually was when he kept doing the mannequin challenge. That was also Aww. cute. <laughs> and I don't think it came across like the mannequin challenge I didn't get in the MV, but I did get it in the making of. Yeah. Because I think the stitching of it in the MV was probably a bit too quick. Yeah. There wasn't enough shots of him posed as no. still. No. But yeah. he kept doing it and he kept trying. Yeah. It was really sweet. And every time they did it, they were like, oh, mannequin challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really know what to do. And then Wendy was like deciding that he wanted to be in the video he was like should I also be a mannequin <laughs> yeah <laughs> I really like that B was like do you want me to be in it and Hobie was like what yeah and he was like great after <laughs> takes his coat off and yeah. then just like rushes straight up where do you want me to stand yeah. I'm ready I'm ready I've and already had Aaron just, makeup done yeah and Hobie did say like oh I think Army's gonna catch on straight away yeah and yeah yeah he was right yeah so after more. After more, yeah. So we get a visual teaser on the 5th of July. There was a visual teaser that they put out, which is mainly kind of the, it's that bit of merch that he talked mm. about in the Be Live. Um, that scared him. Yeah. <laughs> the music box. So I don't know this, actually. Is a Jack in the Box a music box? Or are they like two different things that he sort of put together? Um, a Jack in the Box will have a... Okay. It does have a... A noise, a sound that goes with it when you're cranking the ha- handle. Okay. But I don't know if they're then different music boxes in different Jack in the Boxes. If okay, but about Jack in the Box has music. Yes. Yeah. I kind of thought a music box and Jack in the Box is two separate things, but they're not. No, no. It'd have a 
tune. Right. Okay. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. So it's a Jack in the Box, essentially. <laughs> um, yeah. Playing. You can buy it on Weaver. So I thought it was actually kind of cheap. Yeah, it was like 50. Yeah. It was sold out. It was sold out, though, yeah. So that's the visual teaser. I guess it kind of led us into the, the concept of, of Jack in the Box and the mm. music box and all that sort of stuff. We've, we've not heard of Pandora's box yet. That comes in no. later. But yeah, it sort of links to the to the title, which we already have. And then we get the track list. Mm-hmm. Track list was the 7th of July. So that's when obviously we get the titles of all the songs. There was a little YouTube clip of it. And then it had the same sort of black, white, turquoise, pink colors. Um, mm-hmm. We get all the song titles and which order they're going to come in. So we know that more is song three. And then I think actually the music that plays in the background is the beat from Arson. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't know about Arson at the time, but that was a clever little Easter egg. Yeah, wow. See what you did there, Hobie. <laughs> Another example of him being just the most complete and thought-through person in the whole world. Next bit of content that we get after the track list is the Arson concept photos. Oh, they were good, dude. They were so good. Yeah, wow, I was really just, impressed. <laughs> I don't like that look with the like the red eyeshadow. I think the oh. red eyeshadow just makes it honestly. But it's the it's because he's got the blue lenses as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like oh, yeah. the the eyes pop in. Mm. Then you have got the red eyeshadow. Then you've got the nail varnish. The nail varnish. Yeah. yeah, and then you have got this little like dinkly bracelet and necklace yeah. that's made of beads. Yeah. Plus, and he's in all white. Yeah, and then and the car's on fire. The car's on fire behind him. He looks yeah. like an absolute like angel. Yeah. Yeah, in like a dystopian world. He's sure. just <laughs> angel that's been sent here to save us from the world being on fire. Yeah. It was, and then um, I think there's some in his normal white jumpsuit and then there's some in the burnt one. Uh, um, well, we'll get on to how, you know, the, how easy the burnt one was to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his love for the burnt one. Yeah, the burnt one was his pride and joy. Yeah, um, the arson concept photos are just—they're a good thing. They yeah. flawed, and I think that they—they they did his hair really well in that mm. video as well. Like the pushback with the like the sweeping the down little... in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his hair. His hair great. looks a little bit like JK's in the Best of Mira. Throwing it out there for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> It looks a bit like how he had his hair at the Grammys as well. Actually, JK. Mm, mm. Yeah. It does. It looks very much like JK. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, the Arson teach- Teaser, not teacher, came out on the 13th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two days before the actual album. There's it's just a car. Wire, it's exploding. a car on fire, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's not in it. He's not in it. But you get a clip of Arson the... and there's an explosion. It has the uh, the burnt car, which obviously tells us what the title's about, you know. <laughs> it's about arson. <laughs> nice. And then the album, the full album and the music video for Arson come out on the 15th of July. And that was the, we got the V-Live Explainer that day as well, right? Yeah, we got the album. We had the album in the morning. Yeah, we listened to the album in the morning, didn't we? We watched the MV. Yeah. Then we had the explainer. Yeah. Yeah, so album and MV, big day plus V Live. Um, mm. Should we talk a little bit about? Do we listen to the album in full? Did we watch Arson first? We, I think we listened to the album. Today. We listened to the album in full. Yeah, we talked about the fact that the album was twenty-one minutes long. Yeah, and how is this an album and not a mixtape? I think it's why not, are all the tracks only two minutes long? The tracks are yeah. I think more is the longest track, and it's about yeah. two and a half minutes. 
that was my one of my first reactions to the album itself was I, I think even before I listened to it I sort of scrolled down on Spotify when it tells you the time and I was like 21 minutes that's a, a lot of songs for 21 minutes mm. the album versus mixtape thing I don't think there's necessarily like a an amount of songs that you need to call it an album although it does have more songs than Hope World but it's Fine. about the same length Hmm. it's about like how you promote it and how you release it right but they're not even doing a physical it's not a physical cd no it's a, it's digital. Like a qr code that you can buy on on reverse um and you get a photo card you could do get photo cards which is exciting but yeah it's not like a an album that i can put on my shelf and i'd really like to be able to put it on my shelf mm. i can't put that little c no thing on my <laughs> shelf on the shrine it just won't stand out yeah. no so whereas that like up. checkerboard design would have really popped i think with the cars mm. and yeah yeah, they could have done. They could have taken our money. Hi, yeah, exactly. Hi, we will give you our money. So, uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, we listened the first time through, but we didn't spend a lot of time with it because we were at work, and then we had the V Live. I mean, I only listened to it once or twice. Yeah. Then we watched the MV. Yeah. We were mesmerized. Mesmerized. Yes. What did you think on first reflection? Mm, I was like when I was listening to it. Like, I were in an airport, we'd been delayed, maybe listening to second, third time over it. I, I actually took it in and like, oh, yeah, this is, this is uh, bearable. Bearable. Tough, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> have you got, like, to a place now where you appreciate it? Or is it, like... Um... I think I probably need to listen to it a lot more. But yeah. would I choose to listen to it to then like it more? Mm. <laughs> the shade. The shade, yeah. The shade. yeah. If you'd not been on me for so long, I'd be throwing you off the podcast. <laughs> no, I liked it. I think it was good to have some, like, a few times to listen to it. But I think that's true of any music, really. There's a few times where I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best song ever after the first listen. And yeah, like I said, I was surprised at how many songs were not really like more in Arson. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Because there's so much more range on the album as you listen through. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I was really into the more concept, but I'm like X, like pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> really, really spoke to me. Yeah. So I wouldn't have minded like a whole like grungy pop punk album. No. But I really liked the variety. Yeah, I thought it did a really good job. Actually. Yeah, I think so too. And there's oh. something for everyone on it. Like if if mm. grunge is in your vibe, you can still enjoy it. There's album. some proper pop songs on there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's some songs where he's like angrier. I'd say as well. Mm. Like what if is quite angry. what if really angry. Yeah, got Stop, more happy. Like, there's quite a lot rap. of like I was thinking this when we were listening to it yesterday. Like there's a lot of like '90s hip hop influence, mm. I think. But then also grunge is quite '90s, mm. so there's a lot of like. That's just, yeah, my very sort of limited music knowledge take. But yeah, that did occur to me. Mm. Yeah. He's got 90s vibes. And yeah, we uh, we liked it. We did like it. We did like it, yeah. When it came out, that's when we considered Lola again. Christine and I are desperate to go to Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah. It's just so expensive. Really and expensive. really, yeah. but we were like, how many people can we realistically piss off yeah. <laughs> in exchange for more money than we have yes. to go to Chicago? Yeah, for a one-hour Kobe concert. For a one-hour Kobe yeah. concert. Like, I'd much rather see a full, like, 
stadium a hobby set yeah show like a proper concert i don't know whether he's gonna he's not really said whether he's gonna tour it mm-hmm. at all they said in the, in the festival dinner Jungi said about him like or i think he said that in his reverse interview as well he sort of hinted at doing a solo tour not really had those hints from hobby but that doesn't mean they're not coming obviously he is doing all palooza mm. as soon as we come we're gonna make something work yeah and well, i think we're gonna go going to busan, busan and, we're going to busan in october <laughs> yeah we're going that's not fair you can come. She's got you now. Well, we can send you photos. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Arson. Arson. Music video. Arson music video. And then since we've also had the shooting sketch, so we can talk about those. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoughts? Thoughts. I really like it. I think it's really strong on me. I like that they had all the, the flames. Uh, yeah, I think it... I really like Arson. Mm. It's MV. I don't love the song. Oh, see, I think I prefer the song. Oh, so more. No, I love more. I don't love Arson as much, but obviously with a song called Arson about fire and burning, it lends itself to this big explosion, fiery For sure. yeah. concept. Mm. But, mm. But, then it, but then the two, I prefer the more and be. Okay, I think I prefer Arson. <laughs> no, mm, interesting. I think I'd, I'd prefer the Arson MV with more. <laughs> Does that make sense? But it wouldn't work. Obviously. No, it wouldn't. But I think the Arson MV is a better MV, but more the song is a better song. I think Arson, I prefer Arson the song because it's got that beat and I like when he says Arson and then the beat drops in mm. and that, that the Arson MV I prefer because the visuals are like a little brighter and there's the flames and I think he, I prefer his look in it as well. Mm. But then I think more is a stronger concept for a music mm. video. Agreed. Whereas arson is very much just him walking and there's fire. fire. There's but fire. Arson. But fire. Fire. <laughs> yeah. The looks in arson are strong with the white and then the flamed. Mm-hmm. And then it was quite dangerous as well when we watched the MV sketch. Like yeah. You had to walk with the explosions going off. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Lay down with the fire. Yeah, he was very worried about the, the car exploding and how it would look and like how yeah. Yeah, how he could stand in front of it and stuff, wasn't he? He does that zombie walk. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's a bit where he's burnt, where he's got all the like patches on his face yeah. and he's in the burnt outfit, which I think also looks good, but he also it's a bit scary again. Mm, like scary. Yeah, I like it more. And then the heart bit reminds me of Twilight. Like it goes in and it's like Bella coming back to life. They're all vampires, really. <laughs> yeah, that's uh we've had a uh, a recent recording that we've done where Natasha's talked about at BTS's Twilight. Um that's uh, come up again now but I know what you mean now it's when they sort of zoom into his like internal organs mm. and there is that scene in Twilight where Bella turns into a vampire and you sort of see how her huh. inner organs change and become like this like solid material mm. and that's when she becomes like immortal. immortal yes so uh so yeah some strong associations here with Twilight <laughs> what's uh your favorite MV Ma or Arson? Um, I think I prefer more the background and stuff. It's just a bit more appealing to me rather than the ass and bits. It's, it's, it kind of reminds me of um, Mic Drop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does have a bit mm. of a Mic Drop vibe. Yeah, because they've got the exploding car and Mic Drop, haven't they? Yeah, they do. Well, we'll be talking about more, not ass. Yeah, I think I prefer more as well because Hobie's more swaggy and more because of that scene with the band. The band, yeah. Yeah, mm. and the like surfing. You don't get any choreo for Arson. No. I don't know how much choreo he's going to do at Lollapalooza. Probably 
Logs. Yeah, probably logs, yeah. And you saw he put up an Instagram today oh. that he was in the dancing studio, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Well, no breaks. No breaks. But but yeah. Like, okay, like, just keep going, keep going, yeah. no breaks. I just um, don't want him to be too tired. No. Don't want that. No, don't overdo it, Hobie. You, you will. You will. You will, yeah. And then we had the uh, <laughs> V-Live Explainer. The V-Live Explainer. Oh. Oh. It was the cutest, sweetest thing ever, I think you'll find. Um, it was like two hours long. Yeah, it was we long. Were, we watched it for so long. He was, it was really like, it was a big production. It was really well produced, yeah. yeah. Multiple sets, multiple stages, yeah. multiple camera angles. Live subtitles. Live subtitles. Yeah, which we were very appreciative of. Yeah. They were somewhat lacking at times, but they were alive. So it was a good job considering the circumstances, I mm. think. Um, but there were, there were times when he talked for like two minutes and they did, but like, this was great. This is a hat. Yeah. He's been talking for like 10 minutes. Yeah. What's going Yeah. That's when we really got to see like how, how into the concept he was. Yeah. yeah. The colour schemes and the palettes mm. and the merch and the setup and Yeah. So he started in the box, right? In he the box. Like in yeah. like a little box room. And he had like a little keyboard there. He had all of his clothes, all of his jumpsuits, yeah. Jumpsuits that he showed us all. Very good, like excruciating detail. I mean, like, this is the jumpsuit. <laughs> this is the black jumpsuit. Yeah. It's black. It's black. <laughs> and we're like, cool. And then he grabbed yeah. the white one and like, this is the white jumpsuit. It's yeah. white, like, oh, we can, we can, we can see. see. Yeah. This is the burnt jumpsuit. It's, it's burnt. burnt. It was smelly. And smelly it smelled like it salt. Smelled, yeah. But then and he then went, pick up the burnt t-shirt, be like, this is the t-shirt, and it's also burnt. Yeah. And then this is the white t-shirt, <laughs> and we were just like hoping that we get it. Yeah. And he was talking about the designer making the burnt jumpsuit for like yeah. twenty minutes. He was very proud of that burnt. Jumpsuit. He was very proud yeah. of the design and what had come out of it. Even to the shoes, right? Yeah. He talked about the shoes. The, yeah. He talked about the hats. Talked about shoes. Yeah. Uh, that was part of the concept he said because of the like jester, but the big shoes. And yeah. That's how that. And bit, then the yeah. woolly hat, and then the mechanical hat. Yeah. Hats. And then we saw all the merch, which was like the Jack in the Box and the album card. And yeah. That really cute crop. The crop. That, I wanted the crop so much. Yeah. It's, yeah. It says, "I'm not enough." Yeah, it. still across, not still not I'm enough. Still not enough. Yeah, across the collar, it's such a good. Yeah, and then it's got like a big logo on the back. Oh, yeah, really so good. Nice. If we had been going to Lola, it sold out. Oh, so very reasonable, thirty nine dollars. Mm. But with shipping, it would maybe have been a bit hard to justify. Um, and then there's an arson T-shirt. And this guy's little sticker pack. There's a big poster. Of fa- made of fabric. Oh yeah, the fabric poster. Yeah, and then there's cool a candle. Poster. He was excited about the candle. That says arson on it. It says arson, and it's a candle. Yeah, <laughs> very clever. Got it. Not and that, it says burn not on the top as well. Oh, so, but you said he had a special message inside. Yeah. So once you're done with the candle, you get to see something on the bottom. <laughs> and it smelled. Sure. The smell was like one that he found in a hotel room in America. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I really like this candle, so I brought it to the team, and I was like, this is what I want my candle to smell like. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then there's the matchsticks as well. Yeah. <laughs> the matchsticks, we were quite into the matchsticks, weren't we? Yeah. We kind of wanted the matchsticks. And the little key ring. Yeah. And there's a scrunchie set as well, which I also would get. And he did that, he wound the jack in the box and went, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm worried I'm going to be scared by this. And then he was. He yeah. was. Then he came out with the box. The box sort of collapsed outwards. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then he had this like couch in this much more open sort of studio. And then he had this big, like, shipping box thing next to him. Yeah, this, this weird box. Yeah. 
with all these like random things in and then he kept, he was talking about each song and then with each song he kept like pulling stuff out of this big box and I was lost some of it made sense I'd say I can't really remember exactly what he pulled out there was a chessboard there was a hand a war like a, a knight yeah was um, there a globe it might have been a globe yeah yeah, he had loads of crap in the box. Basically. Literally just random junk. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, well, for this song, I really want to show you this. And we're like, maybe once we did the lyric review, it makes sense. Oh. We'll be like, oh my God. Oh, it's the brilliance of the box with this crap in. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't really talk about the songs. No. And we were obviously there, like, wanting to know, like, the inspiration behind it. Yeah, and what yeah, it yeah. meant. And this song's about this. And mm. I wrote this song at this time. These are the things that I was thinking. And he was just like, here's a chess board. Yeah. And I was just like, what are you doing? I don't want to see more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what you were thinking and feeling, Hobie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get into that that much, but we've had that since. So, so we have had okay. that since. Anything else we want to say about the V-Lib? He um, did a bit of dancing at the end. Yeah, he did. It was his first time doing an album, an album mm. review. And he was like, he kept saying like, oh, I feel like I'm blabbering. And we're like... You are a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of nervous, wasn't he? I mean, that's where he had all the props, right? Yeah. To try and, like, guide through the agenda. And have stuff that, that he, yeah, could talk around. And talk around. Whereas... It's much longer than Arm and Sugar's album reviews that they do. So, like, Sugar's usually just, like, half an hour. Arm just usually just, like, an hour. Sits down and goes, like, this song. Yeah. We talk about this. this yeah. This is how we made it, yeah. And he didn't really do that, actually. He just no. He talked, talked around, around some the of the concepts. concepts. And he so, looked great. He look, He did look he great. He had the white suit with the sideways checkerboard mm-hmm. shirt on. Yeah. Which was, it was really nice. Yeah, the collar of the shirt sort of was like poking through the gap in the suit jacket. Mm, um, that was like end good. of the collar. Um, so it was sort of off-centre collar. You haven't linked the clips of the release party or the launch party. Let's talk about that. We should talk about that. Listening party. Yeah, he had a listening party. Um, Did you watch any of the listening party clips? I've seen maybe a few like, little tiny snippets. Loads of different people together and all singing and dancing. Yeah, he had loads of people, like loads of people from the industry. Yeah. A few of their like choreographers and mm-hmm. stuff, Bank PD, all mm. the other members except Doongi because he thought he had COVID. But he didn't because the next day he rocked up at a side show. Yeah, he yeah. was fine. He didn't he have COVID, fine. but he was a conscientious king and didn't yeah. show up at the party because he thought he had COVID. A plus uh, to my guy. <laughs> um, and everyone got pictures except Jin, who sat in the corner reading a webtoon. Yeah. <laughs> so then had to post later to say that he was there with he his picture. He did get a, 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 they had this little like photo box oh. thing that was uh, obviously themed the uh, with the checkerboard. And yeah, Jim had photos in there. He did. Um, but yeah, and then there's one tiny video of him arriving, but with the, all the other members, there's loads of videos of them like jamming out, talking to people, like getting drinks, whatever. Yeah, none of those of Jim. None of Jim. Because he was out in the corner. He was like, oh, but the only people I knew were Bank PD and P Dog and the members. So <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I just sat in the corner, which, you know, it's on brand for Jen, I think. Five. Yeah. Uh, and there's a really good video of JK doing the Megan The Stallion, Free Jay's choreo mm. to Butter. Yeah. JK was in the corner a lot. He was, a, yeah, he was in the corner. He sort of rolled around the floor a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was just drunk or whether he was just, yeah, you know, vibing. But um, Arm and was great. were quite yeah, social. Yeah, very social, yeah. chatting to everyone, yeah. having big chats. Yeah. 
overall it looked great it looked did look so good when the pictures were coming out i was like this is the most jealous i've ever been but then obviously i was overtaken the next day the next day all the people who went to that side concert that fucking side concert when you you (laughs) (laughs) those two days most jealous i've ever been yeah Um, (laughs) they were were a tough two days yeah but the listening party was very cool it felt very hobby right yeah um aram said in his be like that only hobie could pull that off because he's so like smooth and social yeah, he really did look in his element he looked yeah, yeah he looked he really had this really cool outfit on he had these like shades on and sticking his tongue out do you know why he looked so comfortable whatever. because he's the mvp <laughs> you can just do it it just uh, comes naturally to uh, that boy uh, it does yeah he's so talented he is very talented yeah um, I really wanted to move to Seoul that week. I think actually that's when I looked into it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You can't. I can't. No, um, I'm not a native English speaker. Maybe once I learn Korean, I'll be okay. Oh, you can marry. I can marry, yeah. That's, fine. that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan, actually. Yes. Um, you can marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking you I was thinking, you know, someone you meet in Soho, but yes. It was just an opportunity to do that joke. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, he talked a little bit in the V Live as well. He talked a little bit about his nickname and sort of how that came about. The concept sort of grew out of that nickname, sort of having boxed him in a little hope bit. Maybe. In the box, yeah. Yeah. So a box the, full of hope. The nickname sort of has meant that. He's only been able to, obviously, like he said in the interview, he's only been able to show us that one side of himself. Mm-hmm. And the now, BTS side, the J-Hope side, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, you're my hope, I'm your hope. And he's the happy pill, the sunshine of the group, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But he's got um, much more range. Yeah, he does. So he talked a little bit about that. Um, so, yeah, and he knew about the thing about it being, you know, the in the opener, uh, mm-hmm. there's this voice that talks about Pandora's box, yeah, right? That's the woman's the voice. And um, they sort of talk about, oh, Pandora opened the box and then all this miasma of darkness, I think she says, Mm -hmm. came out. And then the last thing that was left in the box was hope and sort of hope (laughs) comes out and Pandora felt all her worries melt away. That's exactly uh, how I feel about Hobbit. Yeah. So yeah, he talked. He talked about how he was like a he um wanted something with a J and the ho. J ho, J ho. No, 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 P. Just ho. J ho. J ho. J ho. J ho. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe that's what inspired it. Yeah, it wasn't. It was this box theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he talked a little bit about his nickname. That was interesting. I thought, and it sort of made the whole jack-in-the-box concept make sense yeah so i think he did get that out of the video life he sort of explained how jack-in-the-box pandora's box the nickname j-hope and sort of he knitted that all together quite well yeah i'm in the box now i'm out of the box yeah these are my other sides of me yeah exactly and then the last bit of content that we've had is the album interview which we only watched today yep um yeah it was like a half an hour interview where he talked Mainly about the same stuff as in Be Like, but in less detail and sort of more about the music. He did go song by song and say, like, this is what this, this is about. Song this, about. This, this, and then there were some questions around the concept and everything like that, which I felt like we knew all of that stuff already. Yeah, but the did. song by song review was it was mainly the interesting part. And then he also did talk a little bit around how how involved he was in the details of the production and why he felt like he needed to be so involved 
he said about RM um, saying the title of the, the song Stop was provocative. But actually, oh. the song Stop is, I think it has like a Korean subtitle that's, um, there are no bad people in the world. Oh, that's RM doesn't believe that. <laughs> he believes, there's, believe he believes there's no good people in the world. Yeah, he said that in Festa yeah, uh, 2021, was it? 2021. Yeah, yeah 2021 Festa in the interview. He said that he didn't think that people, well, he is fully. Innately good. Innately good. That, that's the word that you used. Tortured boy. He is. Um, but yeah, I hope he does think that there are no bad people in the world. So, it's you know, nice. you don't need to. I think mean, there's a difference between being innately good and not being a bad person. Mm. But, but yeah, he has said that he did show Arm the. He, Arm was the first person he showed the album to. Mm-hmm. I read part of an interview that he did with the Rolling Stone when they were like, oh, did you? what did the other members think and he was like well I always show RM my stuff first so that's what I did this time as well and then he was like I could have shown it to Sugar but he really likes to respect the process yeah he he wants to see it when it's finished yeah he was like I'll listen to it when it comes out like everyone else Mm. and Um, then he showed some other boys some other singles and RM had said that he was just amazed by the concept and the sound of it he was like it wasn't what I expected but then once I heard it I was like oh this is exactly right. This fits perfect. Yeah, it's very you yeah, still. It's very like, you. I'd never thought you would make something like this, but it's so you at the yeah. same time, which, yeah, brilliantly Agreed. summarized by RM. <laughs> uh, he talked about his English chorus on Equal Sign, which I hadn't thought about yet, but that chorus is all in English. Okay. And he sort of sings it. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he did it to show off that he could do a, a chorus in English, even though his English isn't very good. Oh. Yeah. So he's like, I can't, just wanted to show everyone that I can do a chorus in English. And his vocal is so nice in that one. He sings really well. Um, I still can't believe that it's his vocal. Yeah. And then he talked a little bit about the um, the interlude, the Pandora's Box interlude. And he said, like, oh, this marks the step change in the album and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, yeah, it does. The album def- definitely does change after the interlude but then mm-hmm. at the same time after the interlude you have some of the more poppy songs but before the interlude you have equal sign and after the interlude you have what if and arson yeah so, i think actually it doesn't i think equal sign belongs after yeah the interlude and what if and arson belong before the interlude yeah or vice versa i think having them at the end does make it feel a bit more cohesive though because i think if you'd switched equal sign with what if for example it could feel a little like this is the angry side and then all of a sudden we're in this happy side but uh but yeah he talked about how he'd moved arson from one of the opening songs to the end song and he said oh arson's the title track but then i thought what would happen if I put it last? I like that would really throw people off. Like if I had my title <laughs> track as the last track. So I just, just was trying to be really original with Mind that one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> he talks a little bit about the the sort of the background for each song. So he said that uh, Safety Zone was about him finding his like safety, safe space, basically. Mm-hmm. And Future was about the future for J-Hope. But he was trying to, t- he, he talked a little bit about how in COVID and, and previously he'd sort of been telling people to like live in hope and that's what you should do and stuff. And then he was like reflecting on, I'm not doing that. Um, ah, right. So then Interesting. He, yeah. He was saying that he wanted, had sort of decided that he wanted to live more in the moment mm-hmm. and like go with the flow. And he has like, these young children sing with him on that song. And he wanted that so to symbolize the, their ability to sort of live in the moment and let their Yay. imagination run free. And he was like, yeah, that's what I really want my future to be like. I just want to like go with the flow more and live in the moment. Song. Yeah, it's a really good song. 
So it's yeah, and then they asked him to summarize the album in one word, and he said challenge. He was like, I want to mm. challenge myself, but I also want to like challenge the listener to see a different part of me. So yeah, very cool. Good, good. It was a nice set. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was in his studio. I think they had the chicken noodle soup poster in the background. It was in his studio. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we move on to our question portion? Yes. Yeah. So what do we think about the concept? We talked about a little bit about that. Yeah, it's about like just personal thoughts. I like it. I think it's well, really well thought through. I don't think I was expecting anything else from him. Mm. Um, then something that something that felt really thought through, like he'd had a hand in everything and felt really cohesive, really sort of almost like overplanned. Mm. Um, I thought it was interesting to think about what whether I expect that from the other members or if that's mm. a, a him thing. I think it may, might be a him thing. I don't know. We obviously mm. haven't really reviewed any of the solo mixtapes yet on the podcast. Mm. It will be interesting to see when we do that, whether there's also are these cohesive units and, and whether what they put out from now on is yeah. a story in the same way. Yeah, we had a bit of a, we had a, bit of a chat about this, didn't we, where I think Hobie's done a really good job of positioning himself and his story mm. within this fairly complicated but cohesive concept mm. whereas I think some of the other members will have less pressure or desire to do something as elaborate mm. because it'll be their first flurry into putting something out there mm. but if it is as thought through and complicated yeah and cohesive then that's a great day yeah, yeah it's yeah. a really great day yeah it's whether um, obviously I think it seeing an album and doing what we're doing in the podcast where we see an album as a unit um it definitely lends itself to, to that but when I listen to music a lot of the time I'll just put it on shuffle so it's just whether you necessarily need a big concept like that but mm. then I know Adele was very like vocal about her new album uh, she wanted people to listen from start to finish yeah yeah and I think RM said that as well that he always when an album drops he always listens from start to finish because that's he's like oh that's the way the that's how the way they're designed yeah. yeah he's big on that in general and about their albums as well he wants people to like sit down and listen to and understand, and understand how they understand. progress yeah and we did, we saw Tay in his uh his vlog. driving blog yeah his driving blog he his said, v-log yeah, he, he talked a little bit about his solo album. He was like, yeah, no, I feel like the songs are there, but, like, the flow isn't right. I'm not got the flow right yet. So he's, he's concerned about the the sort of order of the songs, at least. If not, I don't, yeah, I don't know what sort of concept he's going to do. Yeah, I thought it was good as well. I think the the understanding of the history of the name and the mm-hmm. hook being in the box and then breaking out of the box. Yeah, like, it makes just, sense right away. It makes sense straight away. Yeah. It completely fits. I feel like we got even more insight into Hobie's story and background as well as obviously seeing his, the vast array of talent. talent. Yeah, that he's and got. like you kind of got what you asked for in Love I did, I did, thank you, thank you, my boy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. What um, a sweet angel just sweet angel giving boy. me what I asked for. Yeah. Now, if only Aaron would give me that ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're putting things out there, manifesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's two marriage proposals that we manifested. Yeah. Do you want to manifest yours? No. <laughs> 
one Vicky to marry you? How do you know we're not already married? I, I don't, yeah. Maybe that's why I don't need to manifest it. <laughs> Very well kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've not been papped yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, a good job. A good job lacking papped with JK. What um, do you think of the concept? I like it. I like the idea of the concept and the meaning and everything like that. I just, for me personally, it's just not. This album won't like released and directed at me, but it's still still a good album. I did actually look into some of the lyrics at other songs. There were a good amount of like very important meaning, so bit that I did like about it. Yeah. No, I I definitely think that because I've I have heard a lot of the lyrics from War and all the words have like double meanings and it can be about that and can be about this. So we're going to have a great time doing the, the uh, Jack in the Box full review session. I think it's going to be fun, even though it's quite short. I think we'll have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, when we're like 45. Yeah. This frame <laughs> when we get to it's it. at the end. It'll be first of these seven, the new solo stuff. So, you know, we'll get to it much before we get to... Won't it come after D2? It will come after D2, but before... RM solo album. Right, yes. Jungkook solo it album will. and Sugar's solo album. Yeah. The ones that we've not got yet, basically. Fine. So it'll be first in the line of solo albums, but last after all the other mixtapes. So should we move on to the next question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think about the album overall? I think we've covered a lot of this. I think there are songs that I could live without, and then there are songs that I think are brilliant. But that's... I expected that. Yeah. What do you think? I loved it. I think it's a really brilliant album. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it was the first one. It's really like reaffirmed my hope and commitment after the Festa dinner. I do think it is short. And I think there's so, like, even today when we sat down to watch the interview, right? I was like, Mm. this is a 30 minute interview about a 20 minute album. Mm. Like, to some extent I want more yeah yes! yeah you see what he did there wow wow I, yeah and I, I think that there is probably more songs in Hobie and some of these songs could have had another verse yeah, or another yeah, chorus like I don't want to obviously tell him how to do his job but maybe there was stuff that he cut because he's such a perfectionist that maybe we could have had on the album but then we did, that we like, might have liked it obviously I, I don't think he would have accepted anything he felt like was filler Yes, uh, that's fair. Yeah, I think the thing about the album being short in general wasn't what I'd expected when they'd made this whole big bravado about, mm. oh, we're going to do solo albums, albums. not mixtapes. Mm. Um, so I was expecting something a bit longer and that this wasn't that. So and I think that's fine. That's just an expectation thing. But it's the length of the songs. I mean, I went back to some of the mixtapes and saw whether those songs were also really short and they're not. They're not. No. They're not. They're like... Dear My Friend on D2 is like five minutes. Mm. Like, that's a long time. Um, and I think some of the pop ones, the sort of equal sign and future, mm. I'd really like if they had another verse yeah. verse, and yeah. then another chance chorus, at the chorus. Yeah. Like, I think some of the, the rap songs, I can mm. understand why they're shorter because you rapping for two minutes yeah. is a very difficult thing. Yeah. thing. And you have to write a lot of words. Like, you can just talk about that in his, one of his intros that he did that's only like two minutes and he was like yeah but it's two minutes of like just me rapping like really quickly and the amount of words that I'm saying it's like I wrote so much yeah just such a short song 
yeah, some of the more sort of angry ramps I can see. I can too. see. Yeah. But, but the then, pop ones. The pop ones. Should have been and longer. And more in arson, maybe. Could maybe have been longer. Mm. Um, I don't know what went into his thoughts behind making them so short. And we had talked a little bit about how songs in general are shorter these days, I think. Because uh, TikTok. Because of TikTok. <laughs> the TikTokification of music. So you Charlie Puth like, told us that. Yeah, you just need like sampleable little snippets, snippets that work on like short video content that's what charlie booth was getting at um and yeah left and right is a short song as well mm. so there's clearly something in that but yeah it i agree it could have been a bit longer and it feels like because the tracks are so short it feels like it's over before it's started like it doesn't even last a whole troop journey yeah <laughs> and then i'm back at the and pandora opened the box and i'm yeah. like oh Wait. Oh, all of a sudden it's over, yeah. Yeah, so when I was going through trying to, you know, pick my initial favourite, I felt like I was, like, skipping back, like, literally, like, mm. every, well, it's every two minutes, right? Yeah. Every two minutes be like, wait, no, I need to, I really liked that one. I need to, I want to yeah. listen to that one again. again yeah. Oh, 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 I need to go back again yeah. <laughs> and again. Yeah. But it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Dash, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on, like, the length and everything? I, I don't know, maybe, like, thinking, could the decision to do, like, solo stuff have been, like, a last-minute thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, he did he... say in the interview that we watched today that he'd worked on it since, like, 2019, 2020. Okay. But I don't know whether he... But Hobby was it. always going to put out a mixtape, right? Yeah. That was Yeah, because our amateur have two, and he's got yeah. one. And obviously, it's come out very quickly after hmm. the yeah. announcement. announcement. Um, so I don't know whether that's to do with it. Oh, yeah, mm. hard to know. So a thing that I did like about it is the like graphic side of it. So like the font that they used in stuff and stuff like that, because that's something that I'm more into these days. Yeah, definitely can take like inspiration from it. Like the last scene in Arson video is that like Arson in like the. It's kind of like a fiery font. It's got like little curves at the end. And um, for more, there's a lot of stuff that you can take from that, which is different to what I normally look at for inspiration. Yeah. Inspired by Hobie. Yeah. How cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's another aspect of like his involvement, right? But the graphics sort of fit the concept, but also, yeah, they are a little different, like you said. Again, I mean, I'm, I'm so intrigued to see what the other members do now, and I think it would be good to to have that. Once we do, once we do get to do a full deep dive into it, it might, might be a different, interesting to like contrast it towards what he's done before, but also what everyone else has done as mm. part of this chapter two process. The naked era, yeah, <laughs> the naked era. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> um, right, next question. Yeah, lead single picks. We touched on this already. I think they're a little similar. But then I also appreciate that he was really trying to sell this, this is my dark side Mm. angle. So I think if he'd put out more and then followed it up with like equal sign equal sign or future, then you might have been a bit like, right, well, I thought this was going to be your dark face. Um, Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's a difficult one because I do think that the two lead 
tracks are too similar mm. based on the range that's in the album. Yeah, it doesn't show. So it's almost the like of the album it doesn't know. So unless way. you like, so the, if you are, there will be casual army out there yeah. or casual fans who have heard both these and been like, oh, I'm, I really yeah, like, I really like Chicken Noodle Soup, but yeah. I'm not into this new album, yeah, and they like, won't have then got, the, they won't see get the joy of future or yeah. the equal sign, equal sign, yeah, those are the two main popular ones. Yeah. So yeah, I think that. I think that's a shame. Yeah, please, if you haven't listened to the whole album, please do, because it's yeah. great. <laughs> please go. Even it. if you're liking Tasha and you don't like the vibes of Moira and Arson, there, there's stuff for you on there. Right, there's stuff hidden in there. Yeah. I but think I that, that's the, the only sort of downside to the to the picks. I can see why he picked them. I think Moira's a really strong mm. song. Moira should have been the lead track, yeah. It is, right. well, like, he talked a little bit about in the interview uh, why he decided to do, like, a full song in the lead up and then also a, a different lead track mm. and he sort of talked a little bit about oh yeah wanting to put the teaser out and the teaser to be making people want more yeah and exactly. it's more yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> the, the teaser more. out and then people are like i want more and he's yeah, like here's yeah, yeah. more here's and then more, there's more yeah. coming oh <laughs> genius genius yeah. genius yeah what do you think dash i'd go for like you said they are a bit similar but Um, I, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Do you have one that you you're like, oh, I would have preferred it if it was this one. Mm. Yeah, but then you're just gonna ask me initial favorite, and I'm gonna tell you. Well, yeah. why don't we do initial favorites now, and then come okay. back to it, if that initial favorite should have been a lead track? Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about our initial favorites then? I think we've maybe have made it really quite clear already. Um, what's your initial favorite? Yeah. Oh, uh, mine's future. Yeah, yeah. It's about. And, but yeah. we um we talked about this, and I was like, "That's not his vocal." Yeah. And you're like, "There's no one else on it." Yeah. And I was like, "Can't be, can't be." Yeah. And then, but then the more I listen to it, it is you. You hear his twang at the mm-hmm. end, and I was like, "This is such a gorgeous mm. vocal." Yeah. Like I, and it. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm still not over it. Mm. Like it was today <laughs> that I was like. It was future that was getting this every two minutes, me having to whip out my phone and be like, back, 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 back. Um, And then with the children singing and Mm. it being him about his hope for the future, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And it's such a bop. Like, it's like you put it on and you're like, it's so happy. But it's not like, yeah, it's very summery. It's not like overly happy. No. And boppy, like some of the chicken noodle soup stuff. Yeah, no. But it like is very day. summery, and it, I guess it's been a really we're having a really great summer here in London. Yeah, <laughs> it's red hot, and you're traveling around Europe, and yeah. I just feel like it really, it, goes it really fits. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I want everyone to love know it too. exists. Yeah, and I was having to think about that when we were talking about what would the lead track be, and it needs to be arson for the fire and the visuals. Mm. I think it'd be lovely to see lots of little like children in a choir yeah. singing with Hobie. Yeah, and the same with Equal Sign, which is also in the pop. Mm. genre I think he could have done something really interesting yeah there around equality and yeah acceptance and uh, yeah mm. so I do think yeah future's my favorite and I think I would have loved to have seen an MV of Hobie looking happy and wistful and surrounded by children thinking about yeah going more with the floor yeah I'll say future's my favorite as well oh 
Yeah, I yay. love Future. I love Future. I really also like Safety Zone. I think mm. Safety Zone's about that back end of the album songs, like eight through ten, because I also really like Arson. That's my favorite bit. Safety Zone. I want to know one question about it is that why does Hobie pronounce Zone wrong? The like person that also comes in for vocal. He says it in a perfect like accent. Did like, what is the, is there like a double meaning? Does it like, is does it sound somewhat like more in Korean or? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He might have got an American singer or someone because mm. that guy sounds very like soul, like a soul singer. Like, mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's not credited on the track. Something it's not like a feature. It's like a backup singer, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we we know that they sort of think that when they have like a sound, they put a Z in, which we learned from the whole Suwuzu. They had the master that they called Suwuzu and they spelled it like S-O-O-W-O-O and then Z-O-O. But then when you read the Hangul and you hear them pronounce it, it's Suwuzu, not Suwuzu. Suwuzu. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think they might need to revise their yeah. <laughs> um, oh, maybe romanization of those to, words. Um, yeah, maybe he just wants to enunciate it in yeah. the way that he wants to enunciate it. Yeah, which is fine. Because he obviously knows that the enunciations. Maybe it's wrong. one of those things that it's difficult to say in when you've grown up speaking Korean. There's some sounds that, like how you, like I can't say the, and you can't roll your R. I can't roll my R. Yeah, and I think they've said that about when he does like V lives or stuff in Japan, he always introduces himself as Tete, not V, yeah. because Japanese in Japanese V is like hard to pronounce. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so it might be that. It might be a, a mouth thing. Mouth thing. Yeah, they don't, might be they a don't mouth have the thing. sound. You can't make it because yeah. they never had to make it. They do have S though, like Su. Yeah, but never mind. Who knows? Uh, who knows? It could be that. Right. The whole back of the album's a bop. The back of the album is a bop. I love it. Natasha, what's your favorite? Equal sign. Nice, that's Aram's favorite. That's that was Aram's my initial favorite. my initial favorite before I'd listened to the whole album enough times to have an initial favorite. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember being like, "Oh, equal sign's so good," and you're like, "That's Aram's favorite." And I was like, "Junie and I, same vibes." But then the more I listened to yeah, it's future, future, it's future. Would you switch one of the lead tracks for equal sign? No, because Hobie wanted it to be. Like totally different. So, you know, if he obviously wanted it to be like, look, I'm different. Look, this is different me. Then just let him be. Yeah, I agree. Stop pandering to Hobie. No, I agree. I, I think I, I was thinking about this. I think going into the recording, I thought I did, but then now having talked about the concept so much and how the sort of release happened in the schedule and everything. I think having a song like Equal Sign or Future as like the second MV would have been quite confusing. Having a really boppy song as the lead single after you've had more and after you've had all this messaging around the album and how it's going to be this new darker vibe and everything like that. If he'd said, you know, Morris, the the teaser track and then the album comes and the lead track's actually this really like poppy, happy bop vibe that's much mm. more hope world i think that would have been quite confusing i think what he could do you know how bts normally do like a lead single like dna and then mm. they'll have like a, a secondary single that they'll promote later on i think he could do that mm-hmm. and he could make one of those like to, to cover your point about like 
some army matches not bother listening to it because of this the vibe of the two lead singles to cover that off i think maybe if he wanted to he could put out like a a b-side or like a secondary or tertiary <laughs> single no because more's a uh, teaser yeah more's a teaser okay like a secondary single then um and make that equal sign or future mm. and then you cover that part of like there's actually all this breadth on this album and Tay said in his vlog um that if everything goes to plan as he wants he'll have to film eight music videos so he needs nice. to have another <laughs> he needs to have another think about it so i think like they do have those constraints that are like what is the message that you're trying to say and and what is it that you want yeah. what's going to make the most impact visually what represents the concept best yeah even though i think personally i'd really like a future MV. yeah yeah sorry there's an ambulance if people could hear that that's uh, it's not we're not on fire we're not committing arson i've just had a brainwave what if the album is sh- so short to show that like J-Hope as a person is happy 95% of the time and it's so short because he wanted to show he's like, I do get angry, I do get sad, I do get whatever, but only a little bit. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a, wow. That's a good take. That is, that is really good. It's not it's what he said in the side, interview. <laughs> but it's it's mini. It's yeah. small. It's small. only a little. Bite-sized dark side. <laughs> Bite-sized dark side. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good. That's really That's a good like, moment. I've got a dark side, but not that it's much. Yeah. <laughs> You heard my call, yeah, he was like... He's suffering. <laughs> yeah, this is what my suffering is, but overall, also, here's Mama. Yeah. <laughs> the dark side's not like It's that. somewhat dark, yeah. No, I think, okay, fine. If both of you want to keep the lead tracks as the lead tracks, because that's what Hobie wants, then maybe I'll go along with that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, is it what we expected compared to previous solo work? I think based on the messaging around the album, yes. Maybe before we knew about the messaging in the dark side, probably not. I was expecting something closer to Hope World. I don't, he's not really ever done a solo song that's been not happy, dancey, mm. sunshine. Like there's ego is very up tempo. Obviously there's mama. Just dance. Just dance is obviously really dancey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, shocking me. <laughs> yeah. But Hope we get World. some, there are some like cool songs on Hope World, I'd say like, there's a song from that one I really like called Hank Sang. That one is like rapper vibes. Mm. Like it's not like and he does that one with Supreme Boy. And it's um it's very like cool, kind of like Arson's cool. It's got mm. that same vibe in that sense. But uh but yeah, that's the um the only song on that album that I think would was sort of gonna set us up for this. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Tash? I guess it's not what I expected, but I also want, like, no, we cannot do this. Like, this is wrong. Like, it's not allowed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What will be, will be. For sure. Will be is angry for just a small 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he also does have on the Hope World, there's Blue Side, the outro, which I think if you want to see Blue Side, it's like a dark side. So that it keeping on the theme of like outros leading into your next project that could have been a hint mm. potentially him talking about the blue side and then doing an album on Buzz dark side do you think more or arsenal some of the dark songs could have ever made it or would have ever fit on a bts album as a solo 
Mm. Or would it have always had to sit on a mixtape? It depends on the concept of the Abacus album, right? Because, like, um, I think maybe on one of the first couple of albums, yes. <laughs> yes. But then more, it more, look... more belongs in the school era. Yeah. It <laughs> and more's fit... too good for the school era. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But, like, vibe-wise. Because that, that's when they're quite angry in their wrath. Whereas the more, like, I guess Interlude Shadow's quite angry. That's shit mm. is from Map of the Soul. Uh, so, yeah, actually, maybe Map of the Soul, because that is all about, like, me and all mm. of the parts that it exist as part of me. Personas. Yeah, mm. maybe Map of the Soul. I don't know, not sure about Love Yourself. Mm. So he he does do the intro for Wings. Mm. And that one, I guess. It's I not like more. It's not. It's like, not like, it's not like rap rock like more, but I think it is darker. Mm. It's yeah. quite far from a dance spot. Um, they were playing it in that club, though. Yeah, uh, they were playing it there, and everyone just went like crazy at it. They were all jumping about and everything. It wasn't like a everyone were up for it. Everyone like the place were like shaking. It was like, what the heck? That's nice. Yeah, that's and like it, it's going to be brilliant at Lola, right? It's yeah. a real like you can definitely dance festival to it. Like, not, I don't mean that it's not a dance pop and that you can't dance to it. Like I want to be uh, screaming it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Screaming yeah. at home that I want more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should we do our standard outlook? I think it's the arson white jumpsuit, mm. not the burnt one. The white jumpsuit with the red eyeshadow and the hair, like yeah, that's my favorite. What do you think, Tash? My favorite is the the hat that he wears that. Like with the ears and stuff, that one I really like. That one I like the makeup on it. That really is like different to what he's done in past. So I really like it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He he appreciate that check that take as well because he fucking loves that. Hat. <laughs> he loves that hat. <laughs> the mechanical hat or the woolly hat? The woolly one. The woolly one. Yeah. Well, it's the mechanical hat that he really likes. No, no, he really loves the mecha- the woolly one. He was talking about it in the um, interview today. He was like, "Oh yeah, I have this hat, right?" <laughs> <laughs> we saw the hat, Hobie. Yeah. We saw, we saw the hat with yeah. our own two eyes. It was great. Uh, what, what about you, Liam? Mine's the one from the V Life, where he's in the white. Mm. So he's got the full white suit with the checkerboard shirt like popping out. I just think he looks. Ooh. He looks very dapper. He looks very dapper. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he just looks very like. He does also have the full checkerboard suit that yeah. he wears sometimes. In yeah, the, like, in, in the, the in the cover art. Yeah, he looks great in that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's really good. Right, should we do our skip? I went back and forth on mine. I think I ended on, and I I preface this by saying I might might very much change my mind after we do the lyrics, but I ended on what ifs my skip. Mm. Yeah, I think from the English lyrics. I don't know, when he goes like, what if, what if, what if I had no house? What if yeah. I had no car? And you're like, like you oh, just, it's a bit obvious. That, that's my problem with the English lyrics, that they're a bit like, well, he talked about how the song is about how if he didn't have all of these things, would he still care about like getting this message across of equality? Mm-hmm. And would he still care about like telling these stories? And he was like, well, I don't think, maybe don't think that I would because... I'd be too yeah, busy trying to like, make ends meet. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he wouldn't have that sort of platform even to, to sort of share stories. Um, so I think it's a great sort of platform for a song. It was just the like, what if, what if, what if? It's a bit repetitive. Like I, I got it by the first couple of what ifs when he goes into like, what if I have no house? What if I have no car? What if I have nothing? I'm like, yeah, I, I understand it. Yeah. 
It's about what if you didn't have all the stuff that you have. Cool. Next. Yeah. So I think that's the one that I enjoyed the least to end it on, even though I think it's a good idea for a song. Ooh, I think my skip stop. Yeah. I gave more to what if than stop. Because also stop was a bit like, please stop, stop, don't fight, fight, stop. <laughs> Wait, stop, calm down. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't much in it and it's a bit angry. Rappy. Yeah, it's a bit of repetitive again, right? Yeah, it's fine. Um yeah. it's fine. stop. Sorry, Hobby. What do you think, Pat? Um my skip would be Pandora's box. Oh no! Mm. I love the start of Pandora's box. I think those three are my can were my candidates. Stop's my favourite out of those three. Yeah, but the Pandora's box starts with they call me Hope. Do you know why I am Hope? Yeah. Reason why I don't like Pandora's Box is because it kind of reminds me of like a intro to like a crime series or something like that. Or like it also reminded me of Batman, and I was disappointed at Batman. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I, I can see that. Yeah, like a CSI, a CSI vibe. Yeah, yeah. CSI theme tune vibe. Yeah, I get that. For sure, yeah. Um, well, it was a candidate for me, but I think that line, the opening line about they call me hot. Yeah. And it's also the the first time, sort of after the intro, it's the first time when he does this like deep grunty mm. rap, like they got me home. Um, so I think it sort of sets the tone for the album well. Agreed. Um, we'll see if our opinions change. That's mm. the whole point. Isn't it? Initial score. Initial score. Don't be a dick. Do you want to do yours first, Dan? Oh, are we grading it? We're grading it next to all the other albums. I would rank it higher than too cool for school yeah lower than love yourself her which sort of throws me into the six yeah but then i don't know what the other singles will sound like so i will yeah. um i'm gonna give jack in the box a six when i'm gonna reserve the right Three to rescore once i've had hope well some of the other singles and the rest of the singles from the rest of the Lovely boys. Exactly. Six for me. Christine, what's your scoring? Yeah, I obviously have the background of knowing some of the other mixtapes. I think some of the early mixtapes, this is better than. Yeah, you've warned me about RM's first mixtape. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be happy there. Thankfully, <laughs> I've stayed away from it. From so there long. are good parts <laughs> of RM's first mixtape, but I don't know that it's your vibe necessarily. And obviously, he talks about in the best of the that he's now, he's like, oh, I really just want to throw that thing into the uh, galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's better than some of the early mixtapes. Yeah, I think it's a six as well. Six? I think, I think that, yeah, the concept really helps the sort of concept and story behind it. I think there are some excellent songs on here. Yeah, it's a really strong effort. I obviously have scored most things quite highly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't give it a seven because of on the length and the there are some songs Skippable that I don't songs. Love. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Okay. Dash. We're on two sixes here, so what are you gonna do? Be careful. Because we will see you in person again. And I won't have you throwing shade on my boy. <laughs> I might as well, like, put me resignation in here. <laughs> Are you going to score it lower than too cool for school? Because I'm going to throw the laptop off the table. 
going to be. But this is an initial score. And as well, I'm very much like someone that's more likely to listen to it in a month, two months, and be like, you know what? I love it. I love it. I love it. Stuff like that. So I'm going to have to give it a 2.5. Out of seven. Yeah, because if you think about it, like three is like nearly half. Like, <laughs> nearly a good album. <laughs> it's nearly halfway to a good album, and I just don't think this is it. I don't know wow. how it's you can to... sit there on your fancy holiday, <laughs> throwing shade on homies, coming out of the box, pop punk grunge. Joy. It's just not a vibe, man, and that's okay. Yeah, but you can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think your grades, though, are more like, I don't like it. Whereas ours are like, oh, the concept is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, I like this song. Yeah, I like, like these looks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the Gen Z thing where you can just be like, nah, don't like it. Yeah. Whereas we're, we're, we're more in our thoughts about why we don't like it. Yeah. But then I think that's fine, too. I think we're on, we're on the uh, podcast to share our generational different opinions, aren't we? Mm. But yeah, I... You're not invited to J-Hope's listening party. <laughs> you are not invited to J-Hope's listening party and you are not coming to Lollapalooza. No longer Army of the no. Year. <laughs> yeah, we are taking no away your Army, Army of the Year, year award. <laughs> right, should we pause there, guys? 2.5, it's really tough, but this is initial, as we said, let's hope when we come together in three years' time <laughs> to review Jack in the Box again our opinions might have changed you know you might do a 2.5 you might hate him by then i won't no <laughs> i won't either um um but like if we're gonna do it is like you know there'll be seven albums from the newer solo albums so are we gonna finally do it and then rank them like that because then if you're gonna do it that way you could easily take one that's that's true yeah if we want to get all seven together maybe we'll do that for a special like get all seven solo albums and rank them one to seven yeah although that feels mean you hate doing that yeah i don't i don't mind doing that let's see i think we could i think if you're grading on a curve then somebody's getting a 1.5 from tasha and someone's getting a 7.5 yeah (laughs) that's true that's true stay tuned stay tuned right that is the end of our lovely jack-in-the-box initial thoughts reaction so uh thanks very much for tuning in oh um if you want to write us a review on (laughs) itunes or spotify or just hit the like five stars button please feel free to do that if you want to tell us your thoughts on the um jack in the box yeah please feel free to um email or messages on instagram and please follow us on instagram we are generation bts underscore and all of the contact details will be in the description i've been christine i've been leanne and i've been natasha and we have been generation Generation bts